All right. Welcome to the Integrateness Integrateness (laughs) Drunken Christmas Party episode. Drunken Christmas episode. The Christmas Party episode. I don't know what we're calling it, actually. Um, But welcome. I'm Jason. She's Jolene. If you could see this now... Uh, she's the one in the Christmas sweater that lights up and the Santa hat, and I'm just wearing black to reflect my mood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is good from the get-go. From the get-go. I couldn't even sustain my burp, you guys. If anybody who has drank with me ever before knows, Jolene's a burper. <laughs> and I just learned that tonight, so there you go. <laughs> and actually, Jason and I are sharing a microphone. We're doing this in person, and the first thing we both were like, he's like, I had Chinese food tonight. I'm like, I made nachos tonight and put extra onions on them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We apologize in <laughs> advance to each other about that. Um, so yeah, it's it's Christmas. Fuck. <laughs> and it's our Christmas party. It is. And cheers. The cheers. And this is the first Christmas party I've been to since 2014. So. And if any of you knew, I'm wearing like a flashing Christmas sweater with a, a Santa hat right now. So I'm like. And honestly, we're recording, we'll be honest, we're recording this at the end of November, and it has been like a shit storm of a month. Jason's ready to take a whole month off in December here, and he is burned right out, ready to take a rest. I've had four weeks of sickness in my house. This is my first night without my kids for like many weeks, and I was so exhausted after work today, but I was like... I think I need this night. So (laughs) here we are. But you guys are listening to us in the middle of Christmas and New Year's when nobody knows what fucking day it is. (laughs) And it might be morning. It might be night. You might be drunk. You might be sober. You might be hiding in the corner of your in-law's spare bedroom. We're not sure. But we hope that you enjoy everything that this episode has to entertain you with because... We are purely here for your enjoyment. And you guys usually get to see us in an uncensored version. But like today... It's going to be top-notch. <laughs> right? I've already burped like 16 times in a row because I can't stop. It's like the, the sweet right? and sour pork coming back yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we are clearing the throat chakra <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> so, and this is, I think, going to be less about us just having a topic that we're talking about and more just answering questions. We've got some questions from listeners who, because we put you put the call out like in late October, early November. I feel like that, yeah. Yeah, and so we've got a lot of questions that have come in and things people want us to talk about. Plus, we've randomly selected <laughs> topics and threw them into a hat. And now I haven't looked at them, so I don't know what the hell is going to happen. So funny. I have looked at them, and they are random. They are not podcast episode necessarily answers, but they are things that are just meant to entertain you. We hope that you just are like, hey, it's a Tuesday afternoon, and I'm half buzzed between (laughs) Christmas and New Year's and Jason and Jolene are funny as shit to listen to. So here we go. Kind of content. Or or you've just had enough of the (laughs) in-laws and you're sick of Christmas and you just need to laugh because you're hiding in a corner somewhere. (laughs) That's what we're here for. Oh my God. Yes. So should we like just pick a random one? Is that that what we're going to do? So I'll have you know that like I took some of my kids artwork tonight because I just needed paper and I was like I just need paper so I wrote everything out and I cut it out and then we have this nice fancy almost like Mexican looking bowl that Jason had at his house here so I am literally just grabbing things from the bowl that you guys have thrown out to us okay it's my wife's salad bowl actually (laughs) 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 that was not me terrible She's like burping way, like trucker burps kind of going on. Those of you who have partied with me know, okay? Sorry about that. Okay. First question. Oh, this one's kind of soft. Oh? Favorite childhood memory, Jason. What's your favorite childhood memory? Favorite childhood memory. There were so many. Actually, you know, I mentioned one of them earlier on a Remembrance Day episode. When my grandfather, who fought in the Second World War, we were out the lake, me and my buddy Trav... And uh, he took us out on a World War II patrol. So we got to experience that whole without, there was no violence or anything like that, but it was just neat to kind of get this little bit of history lesson of what it was like. See, we were like 11 or 12 and you kind of watch all these movies and you think it's a certain way, but it was just a fun trek in the woods with someone who did something like that for real. And it was a really neat insight. And Star Tours at Disneyland was pretty cool too. Sweet. I'm going to be so inappropriate right now, you guys. I remember one time my... (laughs) I remember one time my sister telling me about this, like, older guy that was at this party she was at. And he was like, hey, do you want to play Army? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll lay down and you blow me away. <laughs> really? Yeah. Isn't that what terrible? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my okay, I'm sorry, guys. Segway. Segway. That, that's where shit goes sometimes. That has nothing to do with Christmas <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, but when we think about old army memories, it might. Okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. That okay, makes sense. Okay, Again, we are talking trauma. We're talking all sorts of things. The weird little things that get stuck in our brain and things that get surfaced at different times. That's what came up. Okay. That's trauma. Right? That's traumatic. Favorite childhood memory, speaking of trauma. So, something that I don't really have a favorite childhood memory. I probably have many, but what I want to comment on when I listen to that is I want to make the comment that many of us have childhoods we don't really remember. I have so many clients that say, I don't really remember my childhood. And I say, that's okay. You probably dissociated for half of it. Um, (laughs) And I think that's actually what's happened. And there are I can look back at my childhood and I have very distinct memories based on photos that I have. So my family went to Disneyland. We went to Disney World. We had these different memories. But it's funny that the memories I connect with are very, very specific to photos that I have of those memories. And I don't actually think they're genuine memories. I think they're photo memories of them. And I think that that's a common experience. Um Knowing what I know about trauma now, I I do believe that I probably have that because I probably dissociated for a good part of my childhood. So those of you who are looking to be in my future, please notice my wounds. (laughs) 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 Love me for who I am. right? But yeah, I want to normalize that because I have so many clients that actually say like, I don't actually remember a lot of my childhood. Right. And I say, that's okay. What do you remember about your childhood based on photos? When I ask people to recall things from their childhood, I say, maybe what you're recalling is what your family reported you to be like, what they described you to be like. So for me, my family very much told me, like, you were very shy. You were like, don't notice, like, don't mention my name and, and, you know, like, don't notice me. I don't exist, that kind of thing. So those aren't things I remember experiencing, but they are things I know because they have told me they happened to me. But that's also like that becomes detrimental because if they're giving us a false recollection of what our life actually was, you can see where that in the story of your life becomes really detrimental. That's what we talk about in my workshop a lot. And we rewrite a lot of that stuff. But that's what I'm going to write under favorite childhood memories um, is is that. Uh, But I do have a very solid fond memory system around Shushwap Lake. That is a very beautiful place for me and my family and family memories and continues to be in different ways. So that would be a place that I have wonderful memories about. Yeah, actually, you know, that the war patrol that mm-hmm. my grandpa was out at Shushwap Lake because mm. we had a place out there as well. And I most of my youth was spent out at Shushwap like all summer because mom was a teacher. So we had like two months. We were just basically out there the whole time. Very cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Oh, I tell you. And and for those of you who are like are familiar with the Shushwap, like if you're from this area, you will know like that place just speaks to your soul. It is. It, oh, my God. Is it a beautiful, beautiful chunk of land and just nature? Um, if you don't know what that place is, like, look that shit up, you guys. Do we have international listeners here? We probably do at this point. We're a big deal, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next question. Next question. We're going to have a longer episode today, guys. So, like, get yourselves comfy because we have a lot. Okay. Oh. Uh Oh. Okay. Okay. Things not to say to in laws at (laughs) Christmas dinner. (laughs) Would you please shut the fuck up? I feel like I probably not you the the, the in laws. I, I, I feel yeah. like I probably said these things, and that's why they are <laughs> no longer in my lives. Um, okay, I'm just gonna throw these out. This doesn't mean I actually said this or wanted to say mm. this, guys. Okay, I just need to preface that. Okay, like mm, you know what they say about your son's shoe size. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's probably inappropriate to bring up at a Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah. What else? What else have we got? Um. Yeah, mine just keeps coming back. Would you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Part of me is like, you should have put the fucking turkey in sooner. Oh, right. right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You should have put it in sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we here? That's right. another one, right? Oh. Like, why did we come here again? Like, yeah. All right. Next year, we're not. 
Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's a good I one. I don't know. I feel you guys, I want you guys to think about what you should not say yeah, at right. the in-law table. I don't know. Like there's probably plenty, right? Okay. Name one person, past or present, that you'd like to have a conversation with, kind of, and why? Okay. Okay. So any kind of person. Yeah. Anyone. Past or present. I'd like to have a conversation with and why. I would love to sit down over dinner with Christopher Walken just because he's, I think, a very underrated actor. He's super funny. Um, and I think he's hilarious. He's just one of those actors who can, he's become like a caricature of himself, but he's so good. Good at it. I'm hiding around the mic here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Christopher Walken. You know, Christopher Walken is a cowbell. <laughs> we all need more cowbell. Gotta have some cowbell. Um, no, he's great. I mean, I, it's, yeah, I have a book on Walkenisms, like all of his different Walkenisms and stuff like that. He's just awesome. So I'd love to sit down and actually just, he'd be one person I'd like. Next to that, Robert Downey Jr. Because just his story about a, dealing with addiction and what it did to his career and then coming back and becoming like the biggest star on the planet and creating the MCU. I just think he's fascinating. So either of those two, no historical people, because please. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. So first thing I want to point out is the reference to the cowbell. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> I actually went to a Christmas staff party where somebody handed me a cowbell so I could give more cowbell. And that is legendary because that is the SNL skit. Oh, it goes down of all time. Oh, yeah. Like one favorite of mine. Okay. Bruce Dickinson, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cock of the walk. Make gold records for breakfast. <laughs> and I got a fever. And I gotta have more. The only cure is, is more cowbell. cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is also why we. <laughs> this is also why we needed to record in in person because I was like, Jason, we're gonna start laughing, and Zoom is gonna cut us out all the time because I start laughing. <laughs> right? Yeah. All yeah. you hear is like. That moment minutes. right there is going to get fully captured on this audio right now. And I want all of you right now, all you listeners to appreciate that. That is why we did this in person is so those moments could fully be captured. Okay. Um, so as you were saying that about Christopher Walken, I just <laughs> thought of this like really ridiculous meme I saw this morning that was like, Walking in a winter wonderland. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's Christopher Walken in a winter scene. And I was like, fuck, that's so lame. But I'm still laughing. Um, so somebody past, present, back to the question. Yeah. Somebody past, present, or future you'd love to have a conversation with. Like, man, I could think of so many. But right now, in this time, I am going to be cheesy as fuck. And I am going to say my 15-year-old self. Ah, Boom, because I'm all about inner child healing and younger trauma healing and going back to our younger versions of ourselves and equipping us with all of the knowledge and awareness and strength that we have now. I wish I could talk to that 15 year old version of myself to gain wisdom of like some of that fierceless like that fierce strength I had back then that I lost sight of for a long time that I just regained a few years ago. Like a lot of people didn't know that about me, but like I really did dig deep a few years ago and like regain some of that, but like ultimately be able to equip her with some really core healing around, you know, many of us carry wounds around not being good enough, not being lovable, um, not having control over certain things, um, especially when it comes to like abandonment and rejection wounds and stuff. So like that is the part of me I would go back and fuck I'd have, let's be real. I'd probably have like a case of bud with her and I would cry and I would sit at the pits in Bernhardtville if anybody from Kamloops knows what I'm talking about. Oh, hell yeah. And we would have a fucking heart to heart, her and I. And I know I had a lot of heart to hearts out there, but like I wish I had a heart to heart with my future self back then. Now. Yeah. So that's where I'm going. I'm time traveling to that shit, you guys. That was deep, but that's I think at some point in life, all of us would like to go back to our past selves and just tell them don't worry about that so much or you know when this happens it's not that big a deal but it seems like it 
Yeah. So I do that in therapy sessions. Like, yeah, really, you spend an hour with me in a therapy session, we can go do that, right? So I, I do that. <laughs> if you're looking to do that, I don't know, go to the pits and have a case of beer with yourself and have some good heart to heart. <laughs> Give me a holla. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the pits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they like got rid of a ton of the trees because of the pine beetles. So it oh, just doesn't even look the same up there. It's not the same. No, they ruined not. it. Okay, next question. Okay, when was the last time you got the inappropriate giggles? <laughs> the inappropriate giggles? <laughs> I know. I like four minutes ago, maybe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I keep burping like crazy, you guys. Okay, I'm going to go first. You go first, yeah. Okay. So back when I worked at Mental Health and Addictions, I had a colleague. His name was Bart. I really hope he listens to this episode. And if he doesn't, I'm going to fucking make him. So he was this older guy. We always go. I always joked around. We actually think we were like uncle and, and, and like niece at some point. Some weird random thing. We had a family member that somehow was connected through in-laws or something. Anyways, hilarious. So I remember we were at a tra- <laughs> we were at a training one time. And he was like this like very composed, calm kind of guy. And he could get away with this shit. And it fucking killed me because I could never censor my like true reaction to things. And we had a colleague who was presenting about like representation agreements and what happens when you get sick and you need family members to speak up for you and you need rights and legal rights around like what happens and all of that kind of stuff. So I mean, no offense by this. It is purely for entertainment, you guys. (laughs) This person said they were like, you know. You never know. Like, I could go home and have a stroke tonight and need somebody to make representation agreement decisions about my life. And fucking Bart, I'm going to name him because everybody knows us who I'm talking about, was like, he leaned over very quietly and he was like, I might go home and have a couple strokes tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking fucking lost it, you guys. I was was like laughing, but like snorting and trying to hold it in. So now all it looks like is I'm an asshole who's laughing at this lady having a fucking stroke. (laughs) And he sits there dead as serious. Like... That was probably one of the most inappropriate laughs I've ever given and was like, I cannot contain myself. So I hope everybody's laughing at that moment right now. I hope Bart is laughing at that moment right now. I know all my old colleagues are because that is exactly who he used to be. And I remember there were multiple moments like this where I would just be peacefully like I remember we were at like a CBT conference and I was like sitting there I don't know with like a a buy and sell in my hands that I was trying to buy a dirt bike at the time and I was like trying to multitask of like taking some training and then like tending to my own life right so I was looking through the buy and sell trying to buy a dirt bike and like I remember him saying some smart ass comment like that totally caught me off guard and I start like ridiculously giggling and when I giggle I snort right so there I am there's like 500 people in this fucking room and I'm snorting in the back row now with this like paper in my hand and I'm like you just busted me big time. And he just sits there looking at me like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) 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 Guy, that, that, yeah, I remember this moment um, back in my journalism days. Remember when, when University College of the Caribou became Thompson Rivers University? I do. And And that was like four years into my degree and I managed to ski through on a TRU degree. Right, that's right. I got my journalism (laughs) degree was TRU. But, um, the, I had to cover the day of like the whole big inauguration of that and the ceremonies and everything. And so we're in the gym and they've got like, you know, whoever the president was and all these delegates up there at the top front. We're the journalists sitting in the journalist section. And there's one of the guys who's doing the presentation. He's got like this sash. You know, in academia, they wear these big stupid sashes, right? right? And so hats. And hats and all this corny shit. And so I'm sitting there and my colleague, Dana Johnson, who was at Countless this week then, Leans over and says, she says, whispers in my ear, that's a big, big sash for such a little, little man. And I just started laughing in the middle of this like very officious moment with a gym full of like hundreds of people. And I'm the only one that's just kind of like, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> right? Right? And then you look like a total oh, totally. But You're like, I'm so fucking immature right now. No, but, but fuck, that was funny. <laughs> 
So, Dana Johnson, thank you so much for making one of the most tedious assignments in my journalism career, amusing, at least for a while. Dana and Bart get huge props (laughs) in this episode. The last time you had inappropriate giggles, okay? (laughs) We have a big bowl full of you guys. I hope that you are pouring a second drink. Oh, one of the the questions, and we might get to it. I might do it right now. Is like, what is your favorite drink of choice? Because you guys might want to, like, hit this up. So, Jason's got a whiskey here. He's got a Molson Ultra. He's, like, double fisting because I showed up with, like, a couple supersonic gin and tonics in me. I had some Ungava gin that's, like, from Quebec. A friend turned me on to it this summer, and it is, like, to die for. So I, like, supersonic made myself some of those earlier, but now I have some pre-made straight and narrows that are, like, made on the Pacific coast here. Nice pear rhubarb gin cocktail. Only because I didn't want to, like, bring lemons and all the other things I needed to make my own drinks. I was like, I'll try and be low maintenance here. It's my first time hanging out with Jason and his family, right? Uh. (laughs) Excuse me. Being classy was not on our description. Yeah, 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 yeah. I put the ass in classy, you guys. Anyone who knows me knows this. Anyone who knows me knows this, okay? So that's the other thing. Um, So anyways, yeah. Um, there, what is your drink of choice? I talked about this in one of our episodes before is, oh yeah. Rich what? I, okay. Fireball and eggnog. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The fireball brought, and eggnog. So, so I have small fireball bottles that I give all of my like teachers and daycare workers to be like, here, enjoy your Christmas holidays. I'm sorry. My kids make <laughs> you drink. Right. Um, and I've bought them like Wayne Gretzky wine before. Cause my son loved hockey and I've bought them like the good stuff. So anyways, I brought some, uh, fireball little bottles for us so we could do shots of fireball oh, nice. in this episode. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Okay, nice. okay. So no eggnog, favorite, favorite drinks, what's yours? What do you got in the cup there? Oh, uh, this is Proper 12 Whiskey. Ooh, nice. Very okay. good, very good. Okay, okay. Okay, here we go. What's your least favorite Christmas side dish and your most favorite? Least and most. Least and most. I'm going to grab another drink while Jason answers this question. Most favorite side dish... I, like, I, I love the stuffing, especially my wife's homemade stuffing is really, really good. So careful, that chair's loaded. <laughs> uh, really, really good. Least favorite, even though I eat it, would be like the cranberry sauce. Oh. There we go. Nice. Yeah. Do you make your own cranberry sauce? We do as well, but it's just, nice. it's, I'm just not a cranberry person, but I've, I've learned to appreciate it. Okay. Okay. That's oh, funny because, oh, don't judge me, guys. I make my own cranberry sauce now. Uh, cause it's so easy and I do prefer the taste of it to the canned jelly stuff, but Thanksgiving was how many weeks ago? Probably eight weeks Something ago. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I still have leftover cranberry sauce in my fridge. I, I wouldn't eat that. I haven't thrown it out yet. <laughs> I have not thrown it out. I usually freeze it though, because you can always like slow cook it with a chicken breast or something and it's so good, but I did, I didn't do that. I need to throw it out. But I do like to make my own cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah. We do that as well. I am also... I am... I am a Brussels sprout girl. I love my mini cabbages. I don't mind Brussels sprouts. Some people hate them. Some people... My mom's boyfriend, Rick, he... I don't think really likes them, but he knows they're like a part of the Christmas dinner. So he likes them for that reason, I feel like. I should ask him again what he feels about that. But I know Brussels sprouts are usually a bone of contention for some people. And then like... Stuffing, you either love it or you hate it. My mom makes the stuffing for our dinner. That's what I'm always like, Mom, you make the stuffing. And she feels super important about that. She's super awesome with that. Um, Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) I know she listens to these. (laughs) Thanks for making the stuffing. Um, But yeah, so and my kids also love that. They know it's grandma's stuffing. So yeah, there you go. I don't know. Some people, I feel like the States, they do that like... Uh, yam thing with the fucking uh, marshmallows on top. Oh, what yeah, yeah. I don't know thing? what it is. My wife does like a yam and um, pecan thing, which Ooh, is really good. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah, it's like candy. What What's that thing with the mushroom or the mushrooms, the marshmallows on top? I, I don't know. I don't that's know. a U.S. thing, man. They're... Yeah, yeah. So that's, I don't know. And right now, actually, as we're recording this, you guys, it is the U.S. Thanksgiving. So everyone's watching football like shit right now. They're all lit up. <laughs> We're lit up. You're lit up. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> what's, he? Okay. what's next? Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? What time are we at? I don't know. <laughs> okay. What is the most annoying catchphrase in the world? Oh, the most annoying catchphrase Ooh. in the world. Okay, what do we There's got? There's so many. 
pretty much anything. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Most annoying catchphrase in the world. Pretty much anything Urkel said on Family Matters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be, Daddy. yeah, that would be a big one. Um, and what was that? Oh, fucking um, Larry the Cable Guy. Well, get her done. Like, <laughs> fucking shut up. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. What? I don't know. Most annoying catchphrase. I feel like... Oh my god! I f- oh, I'm trying to think of like random hallmark moments where people are just like, you know, when you go and you like spill your shit to the lady at the drive-in. I don't know the cashier, and she's just like, oh, oh. I feel like there's some really crunchy ones there. <laughs> I can't, I can't think of any right now. But like, oh yeah, okay. I hear this in the grief world a lot, like. And yeah, a lot in like the shit ass world of things of like, well, you know, what's meant to be is meant to be. Oh, (laughs) shit. And it's like, yeah, I fucking love that when it's meant to be. But when it's not, it hits like a dagger. Like, and I'm one of those people, right? I'm just like, when things are meant to be, they flow and they this and they that. But like, don't try and tell me it's meant to be at a time when I am resisting what is fucking meant to be. Okay. (laughs) Because I resist. I know I do. I'm probably doing it right now in my life, right? Like, don't tell me any of those things. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want the candy-coated everything happens for me. Oh, or that, what is another one? That it's a good day to have a good day. Oh, fuck Oh, fuck me. right off. Right? Okay, there you go, you guys. I want you to think of all those, like, bitch-ass cliches. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Stay uh, in your lane. Just I the like use of that. the word pivot. Oh, it's time yeah. to pivot because yeah, so, I was never shut really. The fuck I, up. Wasn't, I wasn't a Friends fan, but I was like, I can kind of appreciate that a little bit. I saw a lot of people pivot, but like, yeah. <laughs> stop mm-hmm. pivoting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got we, we got a bunch in there. Okay. Here we go. What's the next one? Okay. <laughs> okay. If animals could talk, who would be the rudest? Imitate them if you can. Animals could talk. Who would be the <laughs> rudest? Cats would probably be the like. Would cats be the rudest animal? Cats are savage as fuck. Yeah, but they're not rude. Are they rude? Are they rude? Are cats rude? Cats, cats are rude. They're they're fucking dicks. Yeah. Okay. So cats. Compared, a cat would be compared rude, cats. to dogs. Compared to dogs, yeah. cats are dicks. So but ca- I. I can top this one. All I right. know, like the rudest animal on the fucking planet. What is and that? I know because I know you guys have heard this before. What's that? Honey badgers. Oh, they're badass. Because honey badgers. <laughs> they don't give don't a fuck. Give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the honey badger's badass. He don't give a yeah, fuck. He don't give a fuck. fuck. And I feel like it's, <laughs> I feel like when you look at that like National Geographic like. YouTube version of it. Was like, that like that Scott Snoop Dogg? I feel like Snoop Dogg. Uh, Snoop um, Dogg, or it was the, the guy from Kid Kids oh, in the Hall. It was right. that guy from Kids in the Hall. Right. Scott Thompson Thompson from Kids in the Hall. Oh my God. Uh, maybe, but I know that he just like Snoop un- could do it. Yeah. I can't do Snoop though. I can't. Okay, hold on, guys. I might be googling this as we speak. Oh, I I can't uh, hold on. Why is my phone not cooperating? This this is because we're live and it knows. That's right. <laughs> like, hold up, hold, hold up. up, hold up. Hey, I know, right? Okay, why don't you grab a thing from the right. from the bowl there? From Jason. the bowl. Turn ons and turn offs. Ooh. Okay. Hold on, we might like oh we interrupt the this. craziest, nastiest neighbors in the uh, one sec here. We might be going back to Honey Badger. Eventually. Maybe not. Jason and I always have like a lot of like interference in the electronic world. And I feel like this might be something that plays through right now. Hold on. Maybe it's not. Ads. Ads. Skip the ads. There we go, honey badger. Watch it run in slow motion. <laughs> It's pretty badass. <laughs> it runs all over the place. Whoa, watch out, says that bird. 
That that is the best thing no, YouTube ever produced. Fucking honey badger. I am coming back as a honey badger, you guys. Okay. All right. Jason, turn ons and turn offs. Turn ons like in just in general? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Like in general? Mm. Intelligence for a turn on and nice. sense of humor, right, right. Right, right. Uh turn offs any sense of entitlement. Ooh, boom. Turn ons. Okay, well we are going to we talked about love languages this last little bit. So I'm going to say like Turn-ons are like attentiveness, attentiveness to all of those little details, all those little details, right? Sense of humor is a big one. Ability to like take oneself not seriously at all, but so serious that they are, again, like, is this a double-edged sword? Okay, here we go. This is what you get, you guys. Um, is it a double-edged sword of like being so like non-serious to allow yourself the flexibility to like lean into those moments, but then so fiercely committed to a vision, right? Like it's this delicate balance of flexibility and like fierce pursuit. Do you like that? Fierce. <laughs> fierce pursuit of like a vision and a goal. Like yeah, I would say that might be it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and honestly, I will tell you, I'm sorry. All my friends who know me from many years back are like fucking Jolene and her burps. Like <laughs> there are some things, you know how you're like, you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. Like I referenced going to the pits before. That was seriously my party giddy up. Like anyone who knew the max when it was the max, like that was me. Like I saved up all my coin from the rest of the night. I got the the hot dog at the end of the night from the weenie guy across the street. $3. I only needed 12 uh, quarters for that. <laughs> <laughs> buck a beer night. Super easy to collect quarters. From oh, buck a beer night. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, yeah, yeah. watered down you could, shit, You though, could collect like, quarters. Oh, yeah, no yeah. problem. I always, like, spent every fucking penny. But I was like, I always had money for a weenie because everyone had a quarter to give up. 12. 12 people. I just had to hit up 12 people for a fucking weenie. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> There is my strategy, guys. Okay, next one. Favorite adulthood memory. All right, we had the childhood memory. Now we got adulthood memory. Adulthood memory. Yeah, right? (laughs) 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 Trying to think, uh, because adulthood has been busy. Yeah. And when did I, when do you technically consider adulthood starting, know, right? There's the other side of it. I mean, obviously, it'd have to be when my son was born. That would that would have to be like an amazing memory. Wow. So that's a moment I didn't even think would happen at some point. You okay. know what I mean? And then, bang, there we go. So yeah, the day the my son being born, and he was born in this house upstairs in the room that he now calls his room. Cool. We had a home birth. You so. remember that? I don't yeah. remember. T- I'm kidding. I do remember. I do remember kids. If you ever listen to this, I remember you were so precious. I love you. I love you. <laughs> You changed my life. Um, yeah, that's cool. I When I think about favorite adulthood memory, I'm super conflicted. So if anybody else is conflicted by answering this question themselves, I feel a burp going on. Jesus. Wow. My throat chakra is so activated, you guys. I just You're got lots, out that bad I got energy. lots to say. I got lots bad to say energy. tonight. I just like free flowing tonight. Um <laughs> Honestly, my adult memories, it's its a crapshoot. And it, it is, um, I feel mixed about it because I can say very confidently that I have a lot of really beautiful adulthood memories that are no longer my favorites. At one point in my life, they were my favorites. Okay. I can think about when I got married. I'm burpy. <laughs> and I'm trying to like keep that shit in because I just think it's so rude at this point. <laughs> but I can't. Um, I think um, 
that when I went on uh, my ex and I one of uh, our honeymoon was like a year after we got married we went to Europe and I know there were so many mind-blowing beautiful moments there and it was probably the only time in our lives we were like truly aligned and and I don't even want to say aligned but like we were in less conflict than we had been through the majority of our um, time together we had a lot of conflict together unfortunately but I see that as being a time where we had less conflict so I have more positive memories there so those at one point in my life were times that I had really positive memories they were really positive experiences but I can't say that those now in my life looking back are my favorite adulthood memories. And I want to normalize that for all of you guys, because what was a favorite memory for us at one point might not be a favorite memory at another point. And that's okay. I'm saying it's okay because it better fucking be okay. It's okay. No, Otherwise, it's okay. I, might, I might go home and cry tonight <laughs> and be like, what is my reality as I know it? Because I'm sitting here in this fucking flashing cat meowy Christmas sweater <laughs> and a Santa hat being like, what is my reality? Okay. That is what you guys are hearing right now. But, but it's also that, right? Like there are times and I would have to say very confidently that I'm not sure I have a favorite adulthood memory that isn't defined by the timeline I'm living in right now because I have favorite memories from three months ago. I have favorite memories from like four months ago. I have favorite memories from six months ago that now are no longer favorite memories or might not feel the same way as they did in that moment. So that's where I got to leave that question. But that's that a good is, way to look at it because yeah. everything is subjective based on your current moment. Yeah, it right? is. And it's like why when you sort of set your core values, like I've got my 10 core values written down. <laughs> that I said like four years ago, but like a lot's changed. So it might be time to rethink those 10 core yes. values, right? So I think that that's a perfectly acceptable answer. It I fucking better be because it felt deep. <laughs> it felt deep, you guys. I almost got like tingly crying. Way too moment. deep for 50 yeah. minutes into a right, show right, and so right. many drinks. How many right? minutes? I think 50. 50. Okay, you guys. Oh, this is a good episode. Okay, we're going to try and speed it up so you guys don't get bored of us, but I don't think. Okay, weird and quirky things you do that we will try not to judge you for. Weird and quirky thing. Okay, I have a bad habit. It's quirky. When I like, I have my closet with my shirts. Yeah. And every now and then I stop and I go in and I make sure that all the hangers are at equal distance apart from each other. From each other. And it drives my wife nuts. She gets she's like fuck, and she goes and she just grabs it and shakes it. That's amazing. Yeah. So that that's so that's that's my thing. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Like I would actually like to see what I'm very much one of those like visually appealing pre- people. I would I would appreciate. I wouldn't fuck that up. Like, I would be like that's deadly. That's really cool. I wouldn't fuck that up. One of the weird quirky things I do that's like coming to my mind right now. <laughs> Don't judge me. You say that a lot this episode. Right. <laughs> surprising people I think people have preconceived ideas I have actually had people that have met me in person that only knew me as therapy Jolene they only knew me as Jolene who put on the workshop and they were like I was super disappointed to get to know her in person and I was like dude you met me as a mom with my kids (laughs) I am not gonna be the same fucking person <laughs> well, people get people, people associate they, you with who you your role yeah. that you play, right? Yeah, and yeah. This is the reality of like social media shit. Like, uh, who who you see me on spring break with my kids is not who you see in my office uninterrupted. Let's get that clear. <laughs> I am both of these beautiful beings. Okay, um, I sometimes, meaning often. <laughs> <laughs> Eat my kids' vitamin gummies when I have sugar cravings. <laughs> like their Flintstone vitamin? No, no, Flintstones fucking suck. But I've never got to have those. I was pissed off. No, the off. Flintstones, I did buy them for my kids, and they were like, these are sick, Mom. And I was like, no, they're good. They're Flintstone vitamins. And then I was like, these are fucking disgusting. Really? So they're going to have <laughs> they one. They are disgusting. I should have brought some over for us. <laughs> no, they're disgusting. So the Flintstone vitamins are not what not they're good. all cracked up to be. That is what we got ripped off as as kids. They got good gummies like Costco's got good kids gummies so whenever I feel like I want to rip into like a pack of my kids gummies I just eat their vitamins and I'm like I'm just fucking fighting COVID here (laughs) I'm like up in my vitamin D my vitamin C my vitamin whatever and I had somebody tell me like you got to be careful with that because some of those are not like fat soluble or water soluble or something I was like I don't give a shit they got sugar I got sugar cravings (laughs) and I'm gonna like plow these gummy vitamins (laughs) as the less of the evils right now (laughs) and why not right right don't judge don't judge (laughs) 
Well, that was the caveat with the question. They were not allowed to judge us based right. on that. All right, what's next? next? Okay, what is the most boring sport? Cricket. Fucking golf. Have you watched cricket? No. It's more boring. <laughs> okay. And it goes on for days. The only reason I say golf is because, like, on a Sunday, if you ever threw golf on, I could have a nap. I'm not a napper, but I would nap if golf was on and I was hungover. However... One of my favorite jobs ever was being a beer cart beer cart girl at a golf course, and it was fucking amazing because everyone was happy to see you, and you were like the queen of the course because you brought beer for everyone. So I love golf, I love the sport, I loved providing people with beer, but I fucking hate watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a it is terrible to watch. So boring and golf clap. I'm way too loud for oh, this. Only like marginally better to play. Yeah, I I'm fucking way, hate I'm golf. way way too loud. I would get kicked out of the crowd. You know what? Anybody who's watched Happy Gilmore, y'all know. Okay, Rob Schneider in the crowd. He's like, you can do you it. You can do it. That's me. That's me. And I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, you know that Rob Schneider moment in all those movies? That's me. He was in uh, the Water Boy too. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. You, know, you can do it. You can do it. So that is like, clients that are in the same generation as me because I legit do that in sessions you guys I am that counselor it's probably not okay but my clients who cares <laughs> okay what holiday dessert best describes you and why Jason holiday dessert <laughs> best describes me and why I drink your fucking whiskey would you I am it's a you don't it you don't slam fun. whiskey back it's a yeah, sipping drink we're we're recording a funny ass episode oh, you guys slam that shit <laughs> I'm so bossy you guys a dessert <laughs> yeah okay back to the dessert <laughs> like a dessert that, that describes and why why um well I really like chocolate pie chocolate pie you know how chocolate like pie? With graham wafer crust? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. chocolate pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah. with you put whipped cream on yeah. the top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so, cool. but I have no idea why like, that would be me. That's cool. But I, I chocolate pie. Okay. Chocolate pie. Chocolate pie. Mm. And you. Okay, Christmas desserts. Well, it's kind of a toss up. Nanaimo bars are coming to life right now because they got this like solid crunchy surface and they're, they're soft in the inside and then they're like, wow, crack the top. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Did everyone? I actually cracked the top with my hands there. Um, so that there's a little bit of that. It's like, bam, there's this surprise in the middle. But then I feel like there's also this like softness that short. <laughs> <laughs> there's this softness that shortbread must offer. And for those few people in my life that get to know that soft side of me, they're like, you're just a fucking shortbread, Jolie. <laughs> shortbread in the Nymo bar. <laughs> You just melt in my mouth, and I'm like, that, I have longed to be understood <laughs> for my whole life. There. So for those of you who see me as the shortbread, hit me up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I'm willing to be the shortbread for some. Okay. Some. For some, but not all. Okay. Yeah, not all. That's, that's like special territory, right? Okay. Here we go. What do you like... Okay. Oh, this is this is funky. funky. What do what do you like the smell of, despite it not actually smelling good? <laughs> Who sent that one in? Who the fuck <laughs> came up with that one? Um, do you like the smell of, but might not necessarily? Okay. Uh... <laughs> Rotting. Pumpkins, maybe? What? Well, I had to clean, you know, because we got hit with that snow right after Halloween, right? Oh, fuck, nothing was cleaned up. Nothing, so my pumpkin sat up. outside for like, well, what is it? The 25th, so like yeah. 25 days. Uh, and I was shoveling them away and they're all rotting. And like, literally, they're in the <laughs> shovel and they're rotting away. And even liquid's coming out of them as so I'm chucking them. But I'm like, doesn't smell so bad? <laughs> right? Because otherwise I'd have thrown up probably shoveling these gross ass pumpkins. So gross. So yeah. Okay. What do so you got? Super weird question from you all tonight around like what is the a yucky smell? Like what smells good despite actually Being... not smelling good? I will have to say like it's a weird smell and I I bet you guys can agree to this, but like the back of my dog's ears. So 
What? My, right? <laughs> so I, weird. The back of my dog's ears have this distinct smell, and my other dog had this too before it died. Not <laughs> while it was dying, but just in general when I had the dog. Okay, it's not a dying smell. <laughs> But the back of my dog's ears have a smell and her and her paws. Her paws have the same smell as the back of her ears. Can you all check this, please? <laughs> Either go smell your pumpkins or go smell your dog's paws and ears. Yeah. Yeah, go do that. <laughs> we double dog dare you. <laughs> Honestly, there is something like my my dog. There is something really peaceful about the smell of my dog's ears. You guys I gotta grab another it? drink. <laughs> I, I think that some of our listeners are going to appreciate uh, a little bit of that. So as I was giving that answer, I was also recording to throw on our Instagram uh, page because I do think that some of you will know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. So Jason's grabbing himself another drink. Finally, because I feel like he's been nursing this. Oh, no. He grabbed another beer. You should grab another whiskey. Well, that takes longer. Take longer. <laughs> Don't panic. Oh my gosh, we need to call for a backup here. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> um. Like you want to say like squid, but it's not so weird. No, you know it's what I mean. Not. But You're that's like, oh, that's just some creepy, some weird, creepy thing weird thing. Is good. I gotta go. Oh, okay, you go first. You go first. No, you go. No, no, no. no. You go first. You go first. Okay. Go first. Okay. My ex, for some reason, liked mustard on his uh, mac and cheese. <laughs> that was super weird, and it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't even super gross, you guys. It was weird, but I, I could tolerate it. But again. I suspect I could tolerate a lot <laughs> in that scenario. I don't know. You know what? And it's it's a common thing that's served. I love sushi. Yeah. And I love sashimi. Like sushis yeah. and sashimi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but when you get the com- the big platter of it, you know those slices of egg they put in there? Yeah, what the fuck is that's that? That's just what I mean. And it's supposed to be a palate cleaner, clearer, but it's like... Mm. Egg? It's egg. No. It's no. egg. No, no. That, but that's their excuse for giving it. Fuck that. That, that is how I'm trying to save my budget. Why yeah, would you put know. egg with fish? <laughs> I am trying to save my That's budget. right. You're going to get us in trouble. <laughs> oh, no. This is where Jolene becomes a <laughs> yeah, Right? And you're the one that's supposed to keep me in line. <laughs> so, yeah. Egg. Was just raw yeah, fish like, is gross. What, what the fuck is, is up with that? And sushi, anyways. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, I. So that's the weirdest thing, definitely. Hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, that's that's weird. This is gross. Okay. All right. <laughs> what was yours? No, you, you said yours. Mustard on, mustard on, right? <laughs> yeah, mustard on mac and cheese. I don't know. Super weird. Okay, we got a few more left in the bowl here, you guys. This has been a fun night. It has been. It's we been awesome. A fun night. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> There we go. Okay, worst Christmas song ever. Blue Christmas by Elvis. Oh wow, you're quick to quick to snap. When I worked, remember Wolco? When there was Wolco back, in, I worked there, and I was one of the people that worked in the back in the stock. And at Christmas, they had this fucking Christmas album that would play on repeat from like November twelfth to like New Year's Eve, <laughs> and every thirty fucking minutes. Blue Christmas by Elvis would come on. And I swear to I swear to God, if I have to listen to that song one more time, I'm going to go Columbine on somebody. With no more cowbell. With right? no more cowbell. <laughs> like, it's just awful. And you're going to play it, aren't you? No, I'm not. Don't even. Don't even suggest that. So for me, <laughs> I would have to say... That <clears throat> I don't really have like a worse. <laughs> turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> I'm not supposed to show you that. Okay, I would have to say like some of no. Sh- sh- I'm not- <laughs> okay, what I'm trying to do is like surprise play that song, and there's no surprise here, guys. <clears throat> Into this one. Ugh. Anyway, 
anyways, so for me, I would have to say, I don't know why. Little Drummer Boy is coming to mind. I don't know why. It's the constant rumpa bump bumping. Just gets annoying. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I... Do you know what? I have this weird thing where, like, the newspaper sends out that little flyer that gives recipes and carols in the same booklet. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that thing. Like, my my 12-year-old self loves that thing um, because it was like, oh, yeah, there's those really stupid... Uh, butterscotch marshmallow squares my grandma used to make. There's that recipe and then boom! There's Silent Night and I finally <laughs> know all the words to it. <laughs> Excuse me. So I feel like I don't have any like hate on for these things but I feel like I know where they fit into my life. <laughs> right? So again... I love a good recipe and I love a good Christmas carol. (laughs) And it reminds me of the SNL uh, series where they're just like, you know, anybody know the Shpetty Balls? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm all about Shpetty Balls. Oh, don't you just. Anyways, I'm not even going to go there. Do you remember the one, too? They did an SNL skit. Where they're singing Little Drummer Boy, but it's all like Frankenstein's monster and Dracula. <laughs> Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster doing the rompa bum bum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Okay. What? Oh, this is a super random one, non Christmas related. Okay. I feel like I'm a part of the um, like Saturday Night Live crew right now as I think about this. What is the best Wi Fi name you've ever seen, Jason? <laughs> the best Wi Fi name. I'm actually going to search yeah, Wi-Fi I, <laughs> right now Because I don't house. keep track of Wi-Fi. No, I'm going to look at Jason's house right now and see what is around. Anything good? I know that some by my office are like, you've just been hacked. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to click on that one. I don't know. Most of these are pretty lame. I feel like yo mama. Yo mama, yeah. <laughs> Huggy Bear 495. Why 495? I don't know. They always have to put fucking numbers <laughs> in there, right, right? right? Numbers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's not something I... Uh, yeah. I don't pay attention to those. Yeah, douche nozzle. Uh, douche nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's always like Shaw 142, you know. Yeah, totally. I have some weird like TELUS. Do you want me to tell you so you guys can hack my system? There was one that had Megatron in it, and that's Ooh. just from Transformers. So yeah, I thought that was right? pretty cool, right? Yeah, that is pretty sweet. Yeah, Megatron. Okay. All right. Oh, and we're going to segue through that. What is your, what superhero villain would make the best therapist? Fuck, this is a good one. Oh, guys. my God. All right. Here we go. God. <laughs> <laughs> Just like <laughs> the Joker. Okay. So best, best. Mental or best villain or well, no, the super super villain or is it or superhero? Superhero or villain that would make the best therapist. That would make the best therapist. Oh man! And you said the Joker. I said the Joker would be like. Could you imagine? Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Part of me is like fucking Black Widow. Oh yeah, Black Widow. She's got that shit nailed down, you guys. Batman. Right. Again. There'd be like a whole head full of stuff going on there, right? right? Yeah. 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 The Punisher? Ooh. Yeah. Do you know who would be interesting? Who? Like Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, any of them. Like, I've actually worked with my clients around, like, finding an alter ego so that they can identify with something beyond themselves that they can actually, like, kind of connect with, right? Um, Funny that there's this little cartoon character that sticks out at me uh, from The Incredibles. Who's, oh, that, who's that weird lady? That small lady. Oh, with the glasses and all that. Yeah, yeah. She has all the gadgets and costumes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe she'd be a great therapist. She'd be good. Yeah. Is that who I might be? You have the glasses already. <laughs> <laughs> My therapist just said, asked me if she got quite concerned and asked me if I ever thought of dressing up in a costume and going vigilante. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you answer her? Well, I said I'd thought about it, but <laughs> but I just laid out all the reasons why it would be difficult. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's all, I know. So I gave it a lot of thought at one point in one, my life. I did. Yeah. One of my favorite questions is like, again, like what superhero might you identify with? Or like if you were to have a superhero um, play yourself in a movie or like an actor play yourself in a movie, who might you pick? Like, so yeah, who might you pick to play yourself in to a movie? To play me? Yeah. 
Gee. I think at one point, like when he was younger, Bruce Willis. Oh! Would totally have worked. Or, or Harrison Ford as well when he was younger. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Grabbing another drink here, guys. <laughs> How about you? Me? It's funny because that's actually part of my course content when I look at my I Am The One workshop that I create. We actually asked that question. And for me, it's fairly consistently been, which is interesting because I was never a Friends fan, you guys. I was not a Friends fan. But Jennifer Aniston, for some okay. reason. Jennifer Aniston, Ashley Judd is somebody that has kind of stuck yep. with me in yep. my mind um, from like probably 10 years ago. I don't know as much from now, but like a 10-year-ago version of me definitely identified with that. And I would probably have to recheck again and again and be very conscious about like the new version of me because I have been upgrading at relatively rapid rates lately. Oh, <laughs> except for the burping. <laughs> Speaking of upgrades. <laughs> I, you guys will all learn to love me for this. You will. All of my friends learn to love me for this, okay? I appreciate so much of this. You are getting to know, like, 17-year-old Jolene. As I move empty after empty after empty on Jason's, like, uh, like computer screen table here, right? It's like, fuck, don't spill any of this. Okay. Favorite musicians, authors, songs, etc., and why? Favorite musicians? Yeah. Get it up. Well, I love Black Sabbath. Mm. They're like my favorite band. And music like that. Boom, boom. Uh, that sort of doom metal sort of sound. I don't know. I just... <laughs> doom. Doom. Uh, I just like it. Mm-hmm. And I like their songs. Um, actors. Well, geez, would be all the ones I grew up with. So like, well, Harrison Ford, Clint Eastwood. Um, I like, you know, like Bruce Willis, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I just like... I like people who are individuals don't play by the rules and are willing to stick their neck out for what they believe is right. And those are kind of values, even as I was growing up that I sort of just took on. So that kind of stuff. And that's, that'd really be the reasons why I'm not an actor, but you just described me, (laughs) (laughs) but no, you know, like you do things your way. And that's, but all of those are all characters. They were all rebels. They were all people that worked outside the system and did what they thought was right. And totally. we're going to stick their neck out for it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, uh, which one were we, favorite musicians, authors? I would say, you know, it's really interesting because I would say that um, there is a really consistent kind of vibe that happens when you connect with an artist, like a music artist or a music band, and you feel their music and I've talked about this on my page before and and actually a lot of my followers have created a playlist based on this because sometimes we feel what an artist is actually putting out and saying and for me I would say there are some I can actually there's one artist Jordan Davis is one of them and I'm like is this motherfucker like playing a soundtrack to my life right now because I will tell you it certainly feels like that sometimes so sometimes we will notice that we will notice that like we're kind of like and for lack of better words I'm gonna say it like we're vibing with an artist we're vibing with a, a message like there was one guy I was working with and I remember and he was like I don't know what it was and he had lost his dad so he knew his dad was speaking to him in music and like those of you who know me like I work with spirit a lot spirit works with me a lot spirit works with Jason a lot we don't talk about it a lot here but like it is very much a part of our lives and music is a way that that is like very infiltrated in my life and you know for this person I remember them saying like all of a sudden this song was released and it like was like completely spoke to me. And I was like, you cannot deny that message when it speaks to you. When you get the goosebumps, when you fucking know that that message is for you, that is for you. So I would have to say that those are like some of the favorite musicians and authors and songs. Like I trust that I am guided to all of those things. Like my audible is hilarious because I will all of a sudden get these suggestions of things that I was like, well, I wouldn't have thought of that, but fucking right. Load that up. Right. And actually right now it's really funny. What's getting suggested. It's a little ridiculous. It's like, I don't even want to say it because I don't want to place judgments on my previous relationship. But like, there are some really obvious suggestions that I'm like, yeah, thanks, Audible, for picking up on the obvious there. Right? Like, don't need to read more books on that one. But honestly, like, 
sometimes when our algorithms are picking up on these things, these are beautiful ways that we are getting these like interventions of like, this is stuff you need in your life. And that can come in music and can come in authors. It can come in all these various forms. So I'm going to throw that out there as like a touch of magic in tonight's session. That's actually, it's very true. It's amazing how many insights I get almost when I need them from a certain, from movies. Yeah. Like I watch a movie. It's like, I don't know, like something in my head's like, you got to rewatch this. Tonight. So I sit and watch it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to hear that right yes. now. You know what I mean? Or like in a song or a book or, or something like that. So totally. For me, for me, music is a huge one. Music is like, it is one of the biggest speakers to me. And it is the biggest healer. I, I express myself through music. I feel through music. There's so many things that come through music that like, that is probably one of the most intimate connections that I have in life is whatever comes through music. So if I share music with somebody, that is like the, a, a very intimate connection for sure. Mixed tapes. Remember those from back in yeah, the day? Yeah. When God. you make someone a mixtape. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Right? Is this the so last now, question? Now it's playlist, right? Like there was a person oh, I shared a playlist with and it was like, that was mind blowing how impactful oh it is that, that moment when yeah connection was for me for sure this is the last question folks oh we've actually hit the end of the question fucking lame question I'm so disappointed <laughs> this is the last I question I'm so disappointed this is do we have Jason? What do I don't know have? how we've been in forever. So it's like more than an hour, hour and a half. Okay. I'd say, okay. So what? thank you all for sitting with us. We're not, what, what's the last yeah. one? Come on. What is it? Colored or white Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> Colored, obviously. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> I have battled with this bitch for my life. I wanted most of my life and then I became an adult and I decided I needed to be responsible and I needed to be <laughs> like like preen and pristine and all of these things and I was like fucking make it all clear make it all like standard I don't know you, fuck that you just colored, colored. I mean colored it, it just makes sense colored my kids are like mom where's the colored option on the tree because we have these switching lights on okay the tree. yeah and I was like, yeah, that's right. We don't need white. Nobody needs fucking white. No. We just need colored. Colored. But I'll tell you, there was a period in my life where white was pretty desirable. It was fucking boring. <laughs> it sucked. Sometimes you just want that. Ah, just no, static. it was control. It was oh, control. It was control. It was oh. about, yeah, it was oh. about control. It was about keeping it predictable. As I'm like loading all these things into the bowl. Like if you guys could watch me, I'm just like writhing in pain. <laughs> Like, I remember this part of me. I was silencing that part of myself, right? And that's really what it was. It was like, what's going to look prettier on the outside? What's going to this? What's going to that? Oh. What looks more standard and prettier on the outside? The fucking clear lights. So if you got clear lights on your house, bitch. (laughs) We're going to tear that mother down. (laughs) Switch that shit up. Let me tell you. Live a little. And there you have it. (laughs) Don't take it personally, but fucking do it. Yeah. (laughs) Or or I'm putting my Halloween decorations back up. Throw that down. What a fucking slice it's been. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Could you imagine if we did this like every week? I think it'd be great. I think think everyone would be like, this is my vote. (laughs) This is my vote. Fuck these 20 minute episodes where I barely get a taste of you guys and I'm craving you all day long. Like, you know how many people have told me like 20 minutes just isn't quite enough. And I was like, yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) And that's the point. That's what she said. And like, we want you craving more. But we're also like, holy shit, how do we give you more? Right? But now we're like, this is kind of fun. Yeah, get loaded and just talk about stuff. Um, Yeah. Because we are trained professionals. But anyways, that, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to our drunken Christmas party. What do we call this? Drunken? I don't know. It was like the drunken Christmas podcast, drunken Christmas, Christmas party, party episode. I don't know. Drunken- J- Jason's personal hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> He's like, it was actually not so It was pretty tolerable. Okay, everybody, thank you. We're going to get shit back on the rails <laughs> next week as we roll into the new year. Like, trust me, we are going to help you guide 
yourself back on the rails to get shit going for 2023. Don't worry about it. Let it all go to the wayside right now. Enjoy. Say the wrong shit to your in-laws. I don't really give a shit. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Right? Just have fun. Enjoy. Let it flow. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) And until next week, Mm -hmm. I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. That's how we normally end, isn't it? That is how we normally end. I figured I'd at least create some sense of continuity. (laughs) And we'll talk to you all again soon. (laughs) You can burp one last time if you want. I can't. (laughs)